0: Welcome to the Sales and Presentation Podcast, helping you win more sales and deliver awesome presentations. And now, here is your host, Trevor Lee. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me on the Sales and Presentation Podcast, which is brought to you by trevorleemedia.co.uk. Uh, My name is Trevor Lee, I'm your host, and this podcast is for businesses and individuals who want ideas to help grow their sales and to become confident and effective presenters, speakers and pitchers. So in today's show, I thought we would look at some sales activity because um, I've recently been working with a couple of companies and they They've asked me to uh, go on some uh, some calls with their salespeople, and one was uh, one was up in London, and uh, one was a little bit more local. So um, there are you know certain things that go on when you're when you're clearly going to do a sales call. So um, these were based on appointments, so the people knew that they were coming. So this is not cold calls. This is appointment calls. So. There are four there are four sort of things that came out during the during the, the, the structure really of the of the call. So I think the four things that I want to talk about today or, or five of you out on the follow up would be the call preparation, the structure of the call itself, the style of the call, and then how to finish the call And then and then finally the follow up. So I thought it would be useful maybe if I shared some thoughts and ideas on all four of those things um, in this podcast. So that's what we're going to do. Okay. so first up, core preparation. So, you know, you've got an appointment coming up, you know when it's going to be you know who it's going to be with. It may may not have been you who set the appointment up. So how are you going to make sure that you make the most of the opportunity? So I think things to do in this would be, A, find out as much as you can about the person you're seeing, clearly the company, and what the potential opportunity might be. I do think LinkedIn is a good way of finding out about people. Uh, you, can, you, know, you can go on LinkedIn, you can put in their name, and up they come. You can also see you know, clearly their website with their company is an obvious one to do as well. And I think you, at, that, at that stage, I would also start to think about the questions that I need to ask. And those questions would be determined clearly by the information that I want to get back from from the person I'm going to see. So. Think of the questions also that you're likely to be asked as well and be ready with those answers. So again, you know, what a lot of people don't do when they're planning any sort of call is to think enough about being in the shoes of the person that you're going to make the call on. Because if you can you know, think in terms of what the customer's thinking, that will will help you. And and part of that also is I think I would suggest that you look at uh and find out from the customer what, if any, are there are their key concerns that they might have with your product or service and then be ready to address those key concerns. So call preparation and planning really really important. Get all that right, it'll you know, it'll be great on the day if you do that. Right. Let's have a think about call structure. Now one of the things when you're going to see somebody, particularly when you're meeting them for the first time is that although you know uh, oh sorry they know that you're coming along it's very hard to um actually be in control of the call structure and you may have a really nice plan but it may get chucked out the window straight away and this is what happened when uh i went on one of the calls um with uh, with one of the cl- one of my clients i was working with we uh we went to see a guy and uh we went in and he knew we were coming which was great but Uh, As soon as we arrived, it was very obvious that he was, you know, in the middle of being really, really busy. So any thought that we were going to be there for 20, 25 minutes, you know, went out the window straight away. We had to adapt to the fact that he'd only got a short space of time. And when he did sit down with us and he said, right, uh, show me what you've got, (laughs) which, uh, you know, my, the person I, I went on the dual call with was offering a particular product of which they had some samples. Uh, with them, so you know all the th- all the thought about you know how I am going to lead gently into this call and the questions I need to ask, and then I'll then I'll bring out the sample. Clearly went out the window straight away. So one of the things you need to be ready for when you are going to see people for the first time is being adaptable. You need to th- you need to think, wow, okay, I need to work with them. You need to get a real feel in that first thirty seconds when you meet them as to the pace and tone of the call. When we went in there, the guy said, "Oh, welcome! You know, thanks very much for coming along. Now I just got to finish this off, and then I'll be with you." And to me, uh, you know, my sense was that this is going to be a quick call. He really liked the product, and he said towards the end of the call, "Look, there's two or three other people who want to, you know, are keen to work with me, but I like your product, and I like you." And uh, to the to the guy I was with, and, and away you go. But the important bit here was being adaptable to the call. Now. If you go in with a call with a plan and say, oh, whoa, 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 I can't show you the product yet. I've got to go through X, Y, and Z as the process of my call, then I think you're not going to get very far in a call like that. So that plan has to be adaptable. I do think, though, that you can still take some control of the call, even in that situation, because, you know, if it was for me, a standard plan of a call might be along the lines of, you know, greeting, you know, quick hello and um, quick get-to-know-the-client. And then I would always outline a little plan in the same way I would do a presentation little plan. So during the call, you know, the beginning of the call, I would say, well, great. Look, thank you very much for seeing me this morning. Just to confirm that what I, you know, what I'd like to do is I'd like to just get a feel for your project. I've got some samples I can show you and then I'd like to, you know, discuss how we move forward from there. Those are three clearly defined steps. Took me a few seconds to explain those and then off we go. But if someone interrupts that pattern like this fella did and said, right, just show me what you've got, then you would get out the samples. But while I'm getting out the samples, I would also be, uh, you know, just saying, well, just for clarification, what project are you looking at? Um, And then, you know, I could I could steer my product towards whatever they happen to need. So. If someone does disrupt your flow, you can still get the right questions in there. The danger is, is that you want to just get in your A to Z of products and services and you're not going to be disrupted by whatever they happen to say. The other thing is to think carefully about the about the most important benefits of your product or service that will be serve that particular customer. So your product or service might have 10 really good outstanding benefits, but you're not going to deliver all 10 on that call. What you are going to deliver are the three or maybe four that will be of real interest to that client. So you have to think on your feet because the ones that you thought maybe were the best three or four when you were doing your preparation may not turn out to be the best three or four whilst you're in conversation with the client. So in this particular case, the client wanted to know about color fade of this product. Now, I'm not sure that that would have been one of the top four things that, uh, you know, the salesperson would have spoken about. But clearly that became important. So you had to move and adapt to that. So you have to think on your feet during the call structure. You want to kind of stay in some sort of control of the call if you can, but you need to be prepared to think on your feet. It's really putting you under pressure because you're asking questions, you're listening to the answers, you're watching the body language, you're listening to the pace and tone of the way that the other person speaks. It can be quite a daunting thing but try and just get a grip of what's going on and recognize that you know the structure of the call may be very different to what you'd planned. So be flexible with your call structure. That will be very beneficial to you. So let's have a think about what I would call call style. So I always think that, you know, if it is a first meeting or kind of indeed any meeting, you know, don't make it too much of a sales pitch. Most people think that, you know, if they've got an appointment to see somebody, then they've been given permission to just reel off as soon as they've met the person, sat down, reel off everything they've got in their, you know, their their lineup. Every product and service, all about them, all about how great they are and all that sort of stuff. I don't think that's a great way of conducting a call because uh, if I'm the person on the other side, then I, I will get a little bit sort of uninterested quite soon, I think, because I'm thinking, OK, what's in it for me and do I really need to know all of this stuff? And don't forget that, you know, most, uh, quite a number of people now, who potential buyers will have done their homework. That's why you're in front of them, because they've pre-selected you to come and see them. So they know quite a lot about your product already, so don 't think you have to start from scratch as though they know nothing if they do know nothing, that will become apparent. So, I always work on the basis that they know quite a bit about the products or services that I would be offering before I get you know into too much detail and This happened on one of the calls I went on where the uh, the salesperson you know got to see the uh, the particular buyer. And once they'd done the introductions, they just sort of like went into the sort of A to Z and they just and the buyer was was sending out lots of signals to say, I want to say something, please. So things like, okay, yeah, yeah, I understand that. Yep, okay. Now when when buyers start, you know, or, or potential customers start using those phrases and those little interjections, then to me that's always a time to think, right, they need to say something. So you need to, I think, deliver. You know your your A to Z if that's what you really want to do in a conversational style. So ask some questions. Get the get the potential buyer talking because the more they talk early on in the call, I think the better chance you've got of getting something at the end of it. If you do all the talking and they don't get a chance, then they're beginning to switch off and they're thinking, um, oh, I really need to get on with something else now. So at the earliest opportunity, they may cut it short. I get lots of people, um, the clients I work with on a retained basis, I get calls from uh, uh, people trying to sell them uh, marketing services and, you know, including advertising. And uh, advertising is a big part of my background. And... Uh, those calls that come in well you know they just bombard me they go oh we've got this great thing it's coming out next week we've got great space all that sort of stuff and uh, you know within a short space of time I'm thinking this isn't for me because they, they don't seem to be interested in me they just want to like you know reel off everything they've ever, they've ever known so in terms of call style you know, make sure that you, you know, that the, the, the customer feels as though they're you know giving you everything you need they're not you know making it You can make it too difficult for them to buy. So, you know, let them speak and avoid interrupting them if you can. You know, a classic salesperson's, you know, downfall is that they ask the client a question. The client starts answering the question or the potential customer. And then before they get a chance to finish it, the salesperson butts in and starts going back into the A to Z of the products and services. So, you know, work and move with the client. If they start talking about or asking about a particular product, then you know you may need to switch your focus to that and find out why they're interested in that one. So you need to be flexible, you need to think on your feet, and you need to recognise that you know no one wants to listen to you going on and on and on about the products and services. Right, so how are you going to finish this call up? Well, I don't. I think you know you must ensure that you know the call doesn't drift, or momentum will be lost. So, if you're thinking you know this call is going to take thirty minutes, and after ten minutes it's clear that you know the, the the potential customer is is thinking this is the end of the call, then you have to draw it to a conclusion. You have to spot when the customer is signalling enough is enough. I know enough. I now need to move on. And it's not easy to do that, particularly when you're still thinking I've got loads and stuff I want to tell you. So I always think, though, that it's better to bring things in a sales call to a conclusion sooner rather than later. Because if it is too soon and the customer still wants to find out stuff from you, they will ask you. They will ask you. But the danger is that you go on and on and on and they're just losing interest and you know losing the will to continue that call. And then they just can't wait to finish it. And then what happens is that the, the call gets finished very quickly and very abruptly And it doesn't give you a chance to do a proper finish and and organise the next steps. So to me, a proper finish is a summary, clarification of what you've talked about and then confirmation of what you're going to do next. And I always use phrases like, so just so I understand, uh, am I right in thinking that you are keen on X, Y and Z product or service? Um, Or if it's a third party that your client is likely to want, you know, or thinks that they will want this. And, and, you know, so just get that summary confirmed and then detail what's going to happen next. So I'm going to just to confirm then. So I'm going to go away and put this in a proposal and then I'm going to give you a call. Now, I would recommend that we speak on the phone um, in four days time How about that on Friday morning and then give them a time. But don't say Friday at 10 o'clock because it sounds like you're going to be on the phone for a long time. One of the tricks here is to be uh, give them an unusual time. So uh, I'd like to call you. How about 20 past 10 on Friday or something like that? Something unusual that, that gets their attention. So, you know, think about what you're going to do there to get that call finished. Get the next step agreed. Confirm exactly what they're thinking. Because one of the things that goes wrong in sales is when people assume that they know what's going to happen next and it's not the right thing. So there we go. Um, there's four little things, uh, ladies and gentlemen, from the, uh, from the dual call-in that I did. And I hope that they'll be useful to, to, for you. So that's call preparation, call structure the style of your call and the call finish and throughout all of this remember you know you have to work with the pace and tone that the customer wants to go at you're the one who has to be flexible you're the one who has to think on your feet so if you're thinking right i'm going to go through this 20 minute presentation of all our products and services regardless then don't do it you know you have to pick and choose the best bits and sometimes you will Drop things that you thought were really going to be important, just to get it right. So there we go. So anyway, I hope that's useful. Um, this is the end of this particular podcast edition. So this is the Sales and Presentation Podcast. Now, if you'd like the show, you know, and, the, and you want to subscribe, then please, the, you know, please press the subscribe button. The plan is to bring you some tips on sales and presenting every Monday. That's the ambition. If you want to reach me, then, uh, or you want to, you know, want to share something on the show, then the email address is podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk and when I say I share things on the show if you've got a top tip on sales or a top tip on presenting that works for you and you'd like to share it with the listeners of this show then you know get in touch through that email address and uh, we'll talk about how we can do that and that may well be a Skype sort of Zoom audio interview with you three, four, five minutes for you to explain your top tip and uh, we'll do a little bit about you and your company on the programme as well. So that's the end of the podcast. Um, I'm your host Trevor Lee and I'll be back next week with another episode of the Sales and Presentation Podcast. So until then, make sure you make the most of the sales and presenting opportunities that come your way. The Sales and Presentation Podcast is a production of Trevor Lee Media.